Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Flourish with Floriana. This episode is a little bit different than my other ones because I'm starting a new series called What Albanians Don't Talk About. And this particular episode, we're focusing on dating outside of the culture. Now, the intention of this mini-series is to touch on taboo topics that Albanians do not publicly share. A lot of us have gone through similar experiences, and many of us are still carrying our childhood experiences into our adult lives. Growing up in an Albanian household, it was evident that dating outside of the culture was not encouraged. While many may be saying, hey, it's 2021, times have changed, I'm here to tell you that for many people out there, they haven't. There are people, whether Albanian or not, they're facing shame, guilt, and opposition when it comes to dating outside of their culture. For this episode, I invited my dear friend, Narti Burani, to come on and share his personal experiences with dating outside of the Albanian culture. He brings a fresh perspective to this topic, and despite his own struggles, he encourages others to love who they want to love. I think it's important to have conversations like these, especially within our community, in order to help others out there listening. This is to help them know that they're not alone. We typically share our darkest and most vulnerable secrets to our best friends, but sometimes it helps to know that there are other people out there, even strangers, people like Narti and I, who aren't afraid to be vocal about these topics in the hope that they will help others who are still so fearful to break out of their shelves. I know my podcast is dedicated to self-growth, and having conversations like these that are very prevalent to my community is a part of that. You need to grow out of the mentality that you've been perpetually conditioned to have. I hope you enjoy this episode, and please, please share your thoughts and comments with me. Maybe even share some topics that you think would be really helpful for you. Um, you can send me a message or comment on an Instagram post at my specific Instagram page for this podcast at Flourish with Floriana. I hope you enjoy this episode, guys. And uh, yeah, thank you. Okay, hey guys, welcome to another episode. Today, I'm joined by... Nardi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy you invited me. We've been planning this to, for a while, to do this yeah. for a while. And we finally like, found the time, so... Like for um, a month since I started yeah, it. Yeah, since you started. I really yeah. wanted to be on and it happened and I'm here. Yeah, so guys, right now we're recording uh, literally in a in a parking lot just because that's that's just the name of the game. That's how we roll. Um, so I invited Nardi to come on to the podcast because he has a lot to share he has a lot of wisdom and a lot of lived experience so um why don't you tell everybody who you are what you do and yeah a little background on you okay so i'm nardi um i'm 23 years young right now i'm just working <laughs> as an electronic assembler i'm working towards my bachelor degree in electrical engineering hopefully that'll be done in the next two years if not i have many more years to go to finish it but yeah that's who i am that's what i do nice and why did you want to join the podcast um i think it's really great what you're doing i think the spreading positivity and the message you're spreading is what a lot of people need to hear oh, and thanks. they also need to hear this type of like perspective i think oh thanks me too so thanks yeah i was telling actually before i started recording that i want to make sure i'm touching every everybody so not just women but men too so 
This is our first male representative, baby. Let's get going. Okay, so, um, anyway, I told you this before we started, but basically I was reaching out to a few guy friends and even family members asking if they wanted to join the podcast, but a lot of them were shy or that it, like they said, they're not good at public speaking, but don't you think that men hide more of their emotions than women like they feel a little bit embarrassed to come on publicly and and show their true their true colors you know oh 100 percent. i think it is a lot harder for men and i don't think that's from like inside yourself i think it's like we have this like expectation that we're not supposed to be emotional we're not supposed to express how we're feeling and that mm-hmm. comes from like how society used to be you know like it was always the man had to be the provider and had to be the strong one while the Mm -hmm. women's were at home and you know and they had the chance to be vulnerable whereas for men you have to be strong always yeah you know so i think like especially in like more patriarchal cultures that's still very like prevalent you know yeah so we have to be the strong men that we're raised to be and be the providers and so how do you how come you are so different in the sense that you are willing to to talk about it because ever since i met you i i feel like you were just not so much of an open book like you have to get to know you in order to to open it up but um how how come you like where why do you think you're different though regardless of maybe how you were brought up like what i don't know what happened i feel like i've always had this personality where i just didn't like I didn't care as much what other people thought. Like, I knew who I was. Like, I'm comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable with my masculinity. That, like, mm-hmm. coming here and talking about it isn't going to make me insecure or, like, make me think that, oh, someone's going to hear this and think I'm not masculine enough. You know, I feel like I've always just been comfortable with myself and how I am. So, yeah. really, for me, it's it's no problem. Like, you can say maybe I am am a more emotional guy than others, but, like, that's that's just me. I've learned to accept that, you know, my friends and family accept that too. So I have nothing to hide, nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, and I think honestly though, like being vulnerable though is a strength and like to to show your emotions and kind of what you said about um, like the culture, I think it depends on, I mean, obviously we're Albanian and so I think a lot of the, at least our dads really like to make sure that I don't know, at least in maybe my experience, the men were the ones who kind of did, I don't want to say like more of the yelling, but kind of like they yelled, they ruled the the house. Um, the breadwinners. Breadwinners told not to cry. Mm. Like I, I was even told not to cry, but like it was still okay. But I mean, I feel like my brothers maybe have more to speak on about this, but I think like our culture too makes, makes men a little bit ashamed to be who they are to show their soft side you know yeah and then it's like when you do suppress that and you don't let it out that's why you see and especially a lot of albanian men like they get so angry with things you know and then they fight and they fight over stupid things and that's mostly because like they're holding all those emotions inside and all those feelings inside and yeah that's the only way that they can let it all out yeah and it, it, it shows honestly their lack of I would say emotional intelligence because all they know is like they think the only way to prove their masculinity is through fists and fighting but uh, like I think they have a really huge ego which is kind of unfortunate it's what mm-hmm. I see a lot of that's why that's why I don't know I, I listened to this one podcast actually I never told you but you should listen to it it's called um man enough the man enough podcast and it's it's so nice because it's really just focused on how men can can openly be more of themselves and i think it's important to call them 
into these conversations as opposed to us sitting here and calling them out and being like they're this they're trash they're toxic because i think underneath all of that aggression there's somebody in pain oh 100 percent. and that's where aggression comes from i feel like it mm-hmm. comes from pain and it comes from yeah. being closed off and like expectations on you yeah right so i wouldn't say anybody is like a bad person really yeah it just it just comes from how they're raised and like mostly insecurities too you yeah know, like feel yeah. insecure to like you know show yourself crying and you don't right. want people to think that you're weak yeah yeah you know but like i think crying in front of people especially as a man shows strength and like it shows mm-hmm. how comfortable you are with yourself yeah i agree like even even when since you agree to like come on here and talk i was like whoa that's somebody who's really confident in themselves because you just you don't care you know what i mean so i don't know because i think as women when they come on and they tell their stories they get praised and there's a lot of support um i don't know maybe because women are more empathetic but for men like they'll come on and or maybe they won't even come on actually you're the first person but there's i think a lack of community Oh yeah, hundred percent, and also lack of support though too. Yeah, lack of support, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whereas, like, if right? a man were to say he's going through something, people wouldn't take it as serious because they're like, "Oh, you're a man, you need right? to be strong," and this and that. Whereas, if it's a woman, yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm here for you. Like, let's talk about it. What's going on? This yeah. and that." So I think it's also like a societal thing too. Yeah, so true. It's so true. I love it. Um, also with um, what I was gonna say next kind of talking about the same i guess maybe albanian culture is the dating world oh uh, um i i talk about this with Bisnik a lot and i ask him the question like if your parents had not told you to marry somebody who is albanian would you not have would you still have chosen to and that's not really a question he can fully answer because he only experienced it one way. Mm-hmm. He didn't experience the other way where th- he wasn't told not to not to find somebody. Like basically it was Albanian or or nobody. Or, or nobody. Like <laughs> yeah. he his dad actually tells me the story of um like if you don't find somebody who is in our culture, um change your last name to like this bad word and I won't say what it is, but it's and that's what like our parents did they instilled this fear from a young age mm-hmm. so i mean did you experience that 100 percent. i still experience that it's still going on and i understand it from a point where it's like they want to like preserve the culture and they want somebody that you know just understands how we are and like can speak the language and all of that but what they don't understand is that for them it was a lot different because they were surrounded with other albanians so mm-hmm. their options that was the only option for them Whereas us in Canada, here you have everybody. Right. And now that there was, like, war and that we lived in poverty and had to move here, that's, you know, you can't blame anybody for that. This yeah. is just the reality of life. Exactly, exactly. So, end of the day, if you find somebody that's not Albanian and you have a good connection with them, for me, it shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. I agree. My parents and other parents on the other end, they see it as, like, the worst thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's just this crazy mentality that it really is... I don't understand though. I always say this, like I say, if you really wanted us to find somebody in our like who is Albanian and you know speaks the language and to preserve the culture, then you should have just stayed there. Like you should have stayed in that country. No offense, because uh-huh. the second you fly over here, there's a variety. Like uh-huh. how are you just supposed to pick one type of candy? Like you got options now. Exactly, and it's like 
I think if as parents they should raise their kids to respect themselves and like just to be a good person, right? So yeah. if you were raised that way and you respect yourself, you're gonna find somebody who shares those same values as you. Mm-hmm. So whether they're Albanian or not Albanian, that person is gonna be basically a reflection of who you are. Yeah. So yeah. even if they're not, let's say they're from Canadian, but they respect you and they respect where you're from and they respect your culture, then it shouldn't be a problem. You should just as parents they should be happy that like their child found somebody like that and they're happy with them and then mm-hmm. let's say it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but to put that type of pressure that it has to be albanian or not for most kids that could translate to like i don't even want an albanian anymore i don't right. want somebody from the same culture anymore because it's right. been so instilled that you know yeah. and as people we have like this thing in us where we want to rebel you know it's just yeah, like this like so. guilty type of pleasure where it's like no nah, <laughs> i want to do the rebel thing mm-hmm. so pressure is not it's not the way to do it yeah you can obviously guide your kids and say this is what i think and this is how you know i think your life would be shaped better if you did find an albanian person and that's fine to express your opinion Mm -hmm. but to say it's either albanian or change your last name or it's albanian and we're gonna cut you off from the family that's an extremity and that needs to change and which is sad because that is a reality not only for Mm -hmm. albanians but for like many different cultures here oh yeah oh yeah I agree. So I think in Canada, it is really like a melting pot, you know, and there is beauty in like mixed relationships, right? Of when course. you can share both cultures and different you know, languages, different, different languages. traditions, like mm-hmm. it's a beautiful mix. Mm-hmm. And I use the example all the time whenever this topic comes up, but my brother is married to um, someone who is, who's from Brazil and uh, to, to even like whenever, you know, like somebody I'm in a conversation with somebody and they'll bring it up or like they'll bring up the topic of oh Albanian or nothing and I say this it's like they forget that the topic is so close to home for me Mm. and um I I just can't believe we're still having the same conversation like the fact that you have to prove somebody else's worth like I shouldn't have to say oh but my sister-in-law is a great person that that, that's just a given like she's a human being you know Mm. regardless of of where she's from so whenever our parents said that growing up i don't know why they ever thought that our culture or background was more superior than others that's so wrong in so many different ways like there i have i've seen more and more and like a lot more um divorces now from from people who have you know gone with Albanians, gone down that road, and then it it didn't work out. Not to say if you marry outside of the culture, it's not going to work out. I'm not saying that, but the fact that you think it's... Like, some people will say, and I've heard it, I just won't quote who has said it, but they'll say, you know, oh, better to be, you know, unhappy, but with an Albanian instead of with someone from the other culture. Like, how ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And it comes to the thing where it's like, do I keep myself happy or do I keep my family happy? Yeah. Like, of course, the best way to do it is to find a middle, right? And if that happens to be with an Albanian girl and it works out, then perfect. But, like, if it doesn't and if I meet somebody who truly makes me happy, I would want my parents to be happy for me just because I'm happy, right? Because, like, that's what I would want for my future kids. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard. It's really hard to, like, to live in this time especially for our generation because i think we're the last generation that will have to go oh, through yeah. this yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm happy for that that we're the last ones that have to go through this i yeah. think the first and last ones really yeah i really i, I think so too mm-hmm. but, but you know what people say um so like you know how we're having this conversation and we and we're saying like yeah we're the last generation we're not going to continue this but i think a lot of people play both sides so when you're in a conversation like this 
And to use that same example of my sister-in-law, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, like to my face, like, oh, that's okay, you know, love everybody, you love who you love, whatever. But the second they have kids, and then their kids grow up, they're, if you ask them, in, whether in private or public, like, hey, are you going to tell your children to, you know, to marry an Albanian? 90% of the people at least who have asked have said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell them, I'd like, I'd like them to, but if they don't, it's okay. But... Why, but I, I still disagree with that. And it, call me crazy. I don't know. I mean, Besnik has even said that to me too. He's like, I mean, I would, you know, want them to to have somebody Albanian just to keep, you know, our language. I'm like, you, you like you like you know, you barely even speak it. What do you mean the language? Like, mm-hmm. so I think people can be a little bit wish washy. Yeah, hundred percent. So let's say you have kids in the future. You don't agree with that. You'd be happy. With- I'd be happy, and I say that wholeheartedly because. Mm-hmm then that would be just really inauthentic if I'm sitting here and saying, yeah, Narthi, love who you love. My brother can love who he loves. But then behind My closed doors, can't. when I have coach, yeah, when I have kids, I, I won't let them. That makes no sense. And yeah. that's, that's not, that's, you're, you're not really practicing what you're preaching. Yeah, hundred percent. I hope when I have kids one day, I'm going to raise them to respect their culture. Of course, like they're going to sure, know where yeah. they're from and they're going to know about the culture. But I'm never going to instill them or, like, pressure them into marrying someone from that culture. There's going to be no pressure. I'm just going to say find somebody who makes you happy. That's it, yeah. Whoever they are, wherever they're from. If they make you happy, then that's yeah. all that matters right. for me. Yeah. I hope they'll pay attention to my opinion and, you know, hold value for them. Mm-hmm. As much as, like, our parents' opinion hold value for us, yeah, really. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you know what I think? I know we, we're so afraid of our parents and we really want to please them. But something I've seen firsthand is that even if you think marrying outside of the culture is the worst thing you can do, it's it's really not. They instilled that fear from a young age. But you'll, I think when it actually happens and you find that person, you love them, you live with them, you marry them, there is no way no matter who your your parent is like i thought the same thing my dad was super strict and like i I was also the type of person that said there's no way he'll ever come around but when that time came he did and he was just Mm -hmm. like okay because it's either accepting that or not having a relationship with your children Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day any parent i'd like to uh, at least say and hope for the 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 general public that they won't cut you off like i know they say it but i've seen firsthand it doesn't happen yeah 100 percent. i mean i can only hope yeah i'm i don't think my parents will ever end up cutting me off i think it would be a very rocky road if you know but i don't think they'd end up cutting me off um and i think just the fact that their their opinion and their thoughts have so much like impact on me Mm -hmm. should say enough to them that i really do care about what they think but at yeah. the end of the day, I'm always going to have to put myself first and my mm-hmm. happiness first. Yeah. Because I'm living for me. Yeah. I'm not living for them, you know. Exactly. I'm going to try. And it's not like I'm out here doing the worst things or like, you know, doing crazy stuff. I'm working. I go to school. I'm right. a good person. Yeah. So I think that's enough. Um, Albanian parents also do have very high expectations for kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which crazy. is good. But like when you reach a certain age, you kind of just want that support and for them to say, like, I'm proud of you and proud of what you're doing and it's like i hope you find somebody who loves you and Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's true i mean i i think i struggled with that too though i thought um i mean my mom had high expectations for me in the sense of 
she always, you know, she said she wanted me with an Albanian, but it's as if she wanted, like, the prince of Saudi Arabia. Mm. Like, that was the level that would only be acceptable to her. So anybody else who came along, she... It was, like, hard for her to accept because I think in... Especially, I think, in mo- mother's eyes, maybe with their daughters, maybe even their sons. I, I don't... Uh, I'm sure they feel this way, too, with their sons, but they... They just feel like nobody's good enough. At least uh-huh. that's that's how I felt. So I I don't know. I think you have to come to a certain point where, yes, you, you value what your parents think. But the older you get, you also come into your own. And you're an adult now. And you have to kind of rely more on yourself and trust your own intuition, your own gut. If you know that's a good person that's who's who like i've said previously in like my past episode about relationships and they fulfill your core values then none of their opinions shouldn't matter they do still affect you like don't get me wrong my i've been tossed i used to toss and turn like about my mom's opinions on who i would be with and stuff but at the end of the day you're living with that person Uh and like that's that's i don't know that's you have to make your own decisions like i know we love our parents like I used to always do the same thing whatever decision I would make I would like turn my head to look at them and be like is this okay like do, do you are you proud of yeah. me do you like this but I I had to stop doing that I was getting really um affected if they were unhappy with the decision but I was happy with it mm-hmm. and I'm like uh, and not to say that they were unhappy about the snake but about like other things in my life yeah. like even moving out here that was hard for my mom you know but you have to take that like take the way so like all that how do i say that pressure i guess and just live life for you you know Uh Um, i I think since like our family like dynamic especially with albanians is so close Mm -hmm. that when we're growing up we look at our parents as role models right so that's why we're always like seeking approval for them and like if we do something against their wishes we think we're the worst people ever Uh and like obviously love where i'm from but sometimes i'd be so envious of like other cultures and other people i'm like wow they have it so easy they have no expectations yeah, they have guess, you yeah. know so it was growing up now i've kind of learned to like accept it and like in a way i am proud that they do have these expectations because we're always like pushed to be better people and like do good and like you yeah. know reach for the stars right in terms of like work ethic right in yeah, terms of work, work yeah. ethic and just like life in general you know it's like yeah. you can't even like let's say do a crime because you're like oh the shame you'll bring my family and <laughs> yeah, then this yeah. person will find out and this person will find right, out right, yeah you know and i also feel like as albanians we're so stuck on like what other people will think yeah. where it's like let's say how are you dating this girl like what are they gonna think or like oh oh, what is like this random person that we're not even related related to <laughs> yeah what are they, what gonna, are they think? gonna think and, you know yeah so it's just it's for me it's, i can't understand that you know that i don't know i i've never understood that either where it's like because people will talk regardless even if you are with i don't know like a a prince of of england or with you know i'm not too sure maybe somebody who's indian or something like somebody who's a like very much outside of the culture you know what i mean like it 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 shouldn't matter though like you I, i don't know why people put so much emphasis i mean i'd like to think when we're parents we won't really care what so and so has to say about the way our family lives our life 
Like, oh, is it 100%. So- I think it's very, very... And I think that's going to go out. Like I said, we're going to be the last generation to deal with this. Okay, but I yeah. still think it is a very, very big thing. And then it's like, it's you have this, this internal, like, struggle. You're like, what do I do, you know? Mm-hmm. And you just want, like, people... You just want your family to accept your significant other for who they are, the way you accept them, you know? Right. And I know, like, even my significant other, they accept my culture and they know how it is and they're accepting of that so yeah. if like if she can accept that then i'm my parents should be able to accept that too right but yeah. it just it comes a time where like it's gonna hit the fan and you're gonna have to you know to make that it, decision yeah. and deal with it and just face it up front but it's it's hard it really is hard um but it's good these conversations do need to happen and mm-hmm. i feel like they also do need to happen with this older generation that still hold on to these thoughts yeah i agree i agree and there are still many people that i know and who are list i know will be listening who have secret partners Mm. so they'll have you know they'll even block off their social media only to certain people so that Mm. way other people can't see they'll they'll do the most and it makes me sad because like these people are going the extra mile just to hide somebody Mm. from not only their parents but like the entire community. community and that's So, like, I guess what's your advice, though? I mean, how did you even go through that hurdle? At that point, I feel like if it's been a while and you're sure that you love this person. What's a while? Like, Like a year? Over a year. Over a year. Over a year, I feel like that's a long time. Mm -hmm. At that point, you have to face it. Because it's not fair to the other person. Exactly, Being hidden in the dark. And if you do find somebody that's going to, like, stay with you that long hidden, like, good for you. Like, they must really love you. That's tough, But it's really not fair. That's not fair. if I was on the receiving end of that, I would not be able to do it. I'm like, you Mm -hmm. you know, you you have to make a decision. Is it me or is it your family? Mm -hmm. or what's going on here because you can't be it's really not fair and then I feel like for the other person they start to think is there something wrong with me yeah you know and it's like how do you spell it out to them what's you know what the problem is I know it's oh my god I know whenever I think about like you just said I couldn't do it if I was on that other end and somebody was hiding me just because you know what you bring to the table Mm. and then when somebody is is saying like oh well they won't accept you just because of where you're from Mm. Somebody who maybe isn't as secure in themselves will really be, like, broken down by that. Oh, 100%. Um, and a lot of people do stay hidden for years and years and years. And I don't know, I guess I just, I really hope that, like, whoever would listen to this or something would would be less afraid. I know it seems the scariest thing ever because of all of that fear since childhood of, like, our parents saying, we'll beat you, we'll do this, whatever. But I'm just... Like, like you said, there aren't as many conversations about this because at least a lot of the podcasts I listen to, you know, they're, you know, either American or Canadian. Mm-hmm. So they don't really, they don't have parents who ever said this to them. Like, right. they're not dealing with this. Exactly. So I just want it to be more normal. And I don't want people to be like, like, say you, you know, in the future, somebody brings their girlfriend. I don't even want there to be background gossip of like, oh, he, you know, he's with her, um, let's just say i don't know she's pakistani but it's okay she's really nice yeah like you don't have to say she's Mm. really nice that should just be a given that should be taken yeah like i don't i don't this one person i'm just gonna add one more thing so sorry but you know what's crazy to me um whenever i've heard situations of men uh or women choosing people from outside of the culture um the the person talking about it will say oh so and so found let's just say this 
you know, our cousin found this girl, but she changed her religion. She um, did all of the traditions. She speaks Albanian. Yeah, she, she, she pours tea. She yeah, she that. makes lacrod. Like she makes all of the. Oh, sorry, yeah. or what you guys call it? Maybe pite. Yeah. Yeah, pite. She makes pite. All this stuff. It's like. Oh, but she shouldn't have to do that uh, to be valuable or, or worthy in your eyes. Right. She How should just that? be herself and bring herself. Yeah. What I want re- people to know really is that there are other Albanians that like don't have that point of view. You yeah, know, there are yeah. people like there is support if you seek it. Not everybody thinks like that. And like I feel like with some of the Albanians that are with Albanians, they do have this like they do think that, you know, they've settled their biggest problem in life. They yeah, married an Albanian. Right? They kinda like think that they're over you because of that, yes. right? Or that they're better oh, like, than above you. you. Above you. Above yeah. you. And because they like secured that part of their life and they don't worry about it anymore, then they kinda start judging other people too. So yes. it is with some of the younger ones too that you're right. are married with Albanians. The younger ones, you're right. Mm-hmm. No, and no. it's worse coming from them because they're also they grew up here, you know. Yeah. They've seen how it is they've seen what it's like they know the struggle yeah. so from them it's the worst but i know there is like a big group of us who don't think like that mm-hmm. and that there is support and that i for one maybe i'm one person but i for one will never judge anybody and i'll mm-hmm. be there to support anybody no matter where their partner is from mm-hmm. literally 100%. no matter 100%. as long as they treat you good and they're a good person to you like that's all that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So you could say I'm a rare breed of Albanian, <laughs> but like I don't. Breed. I'm all about like just happiness and respect mm-hmm. and inclusiveness. Yes, I agree. But you know what? Like I've learned to just accept it. I know for me, there's gonna come a time where I have to, you know, tell them, "Listen, I'm with somebody. It's mm-hmm. going good. Like this is the person I want." And they Does can it scare tell you? Me, Yes, it scares me a little bit. It scares oh, me like quite a bit, but you know oh, what? So it's just yeah, it's it's going to come a time like I can never leave like my my significant other in the dark for that long, you yeah. know? Like no, right now it's still in the early stages, but like if a year has passed and then she starts asking questions like, why haven't I met your mom? Why haven't mm-hmm. I met your dad? Especially since I met her whole family. Oh, right. You know, yeah. I feel like there wouldn't be it's it's really not fair. No. And then also when, like, when I met, like, my girlfriend's family, they were also accepting. They didn't care that I was, like, Albanian or Muslim or, like, you know, what I looked like. They did not, that did not, like, that wasn't a thing in their head at all, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and it's so hard that it is for my parents. And it really is hard to explain to, like, someone who's not Albanian these struggles that we go through. And it's like they can say that, oh, yes, I understand and this and that. But they really don't until they've lived through it Mm -hmm. and until, like... And it's like, I can't just, like, split off from my parents and just be like, all right, like, bye, don't talk to me, you know? I don't want to do that. But also right now, like, I live at home, so I'm, like, kind of dependent on them, too, Right. you know? So I don't want to, but also can't do that. Right. So so it's hard. Um, I hope they come around. (laughs) They will come around. Of course they will. Like, if you're you're their son, they love you. And it, it sounds scary, but... Uh, it's there's just no way they would jeopardize that relationship and also what you said from the very start that person you choose is a reflection of you in Uh a way so if they love you and trust you they're also going to trust that person is also is also amazing right exactly and that's the point that i bring up to them too whenever we have this conversation i'm like okay well if you raise me to be a good person then you should trust my choices and who i choose to you Mm -hmm. know progress in this life with yeah right and imagine dying and not living the life you wanted to live or not being Mm -hmm. with a person that you wanted to be with right no it's true yeah so that's why you gotta you gotta always live like Mm -hmm. like it's it's um wait that's that song 
gonna live like we're gonna die young or something i don't know but it, i know it's it sounds a little morbid but it's true it is really true and i'm gonna play this for my parents now i've, really? I've been motivated <laughs> in this conversation i'm like okay i'm gonna play this oh good you should you know yeah, yeah. and honestly no, i'm very thankful that i have you in my life i feel like Aww. you've been very supportive with anything and i feel like i could come to you with anything and you just like radiate you have like this like positive aura around you and you just radiate positivity thank you i truly mean that that's so sweet oh i got a little tear in my eye no (laughs) no i i'm so thankful i like that i don't know how i don't know how we met i know how we met but like it's it's just interesting with certain people you have like it's like your energies line up and align yes like you can i've met so many people who are good friends to me and they're so kind but it's different when you can actually like sit down with somebody Mm and talk and even sometimes disagree mm-hmm. like people oh, don't even like disagreeing anymore you know 100% and have like but, serious conversations like this you know and yeah. actually sit down and express how you feel because like yeah. I feel like we don't get to do that often no. enough no even like I, when you go to dinners or something it's normally like it's normally surface level mm-hmm. stuff you know so anyway never dive in deep yeah but you but, know what we did it and we did it. we're, we're just gonna flourish from here <laughs> on out <laughs> <laughs> No, so We're true. just gonna um, stay flourishing. Yeah, stay flourishing. Period. Um, I want to thank you for coming on, oh. and you have been so great not only today but like as a friend, as a person. Like you always bring light to every room and positivity. Thank you. So thank you so much for coming on. I hope it's helped people listening. Um, and just and maybe made that that person listening to have the courage to come out with whatever they've been hiding or just start living like you know like mm-hmm. like tomorrow's not promised so. exactly and to anybody that does listen to this and if you do need somebody to talk to you can reach out to me Aww. if you're struggling with this like i'll be here <laughs> i understand i'll be just you know a shoulder to cry on or not cry just an ear, just ear you know yeah. just ears i'll listen to your story and i'll support you oh that's so sweet see this is what the community's about and like, this is what yeah, the community needs more about. of exactly you know? yeah 100 percent Okay, we're going to close it off here. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll chat next time. Bye. Bye.